0: All right, hello. Hey, we have got uh we've got someone to talk to today who just uh well man, this guy's got a new qualifier that goes in front of his name now. He is the first ever first annual People's Choice Canadian Motocross People's Choice Award winner. I've got uh Talon Unger on the phone. Talon, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good and It's uh definitely uh talking about that award, you know, is uh definitely an honorable thing for me. Um just kind of cool to realize how many people that I have supporting me and people that are in my corner and it's, uh I think it's great
0: yeah man like I mean it. Uh, it's we'll talk about it in a little more detail here in a few minutes but uh, I mean it took on a life of its own it was really kind of fun to follow along with what was going on there between you and Sam Gainer. so but like I say we'll talk about yeah. that congratulations first of all but uh, let, let's kind of back it up for people who maybe aren't uh, familiar with you it's Talon Unger where are you from and how old are you
1: um, I'm 18 years old uh, right now. My birthday's in February. I'm mm-hmm. um, I, I live in Alberta. Um, I live in a small town called Langdon. It's about 25 minutes outside of Calgary. Um, that's kind of I've grown up in Calgary pretty much my whole life, so that's where that's that's where I'm from.
0: Okay, which way out of Calgary is it?
1: Uh, it's it's east, so about about 30 kilometers east out of Calgary.
0: Oh, so it's flat.
1: Yeah, it's definitely flat.
0: (laughs) Out past that lake that's out there? Is that like a recreation area out there where
1: everybody goes? Uh, That's Chestermere that you're talking about. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually a city now. They have Mm -hmm. enough population, but they have a a lake there that people live at, and you can launch your boat there.
0: Okay, is that somewhere kind of where you are?
1: Yeah, I'm just – honestly, I'm probably – I'm about 12 minutes past Chestermere.
0: Okay, cool, cool. Okay, just to kind of get an idea. And you're 18, going to be 19 uh, this month. So that's cool. So yeah. happy birthday there. Now, now I know uh, I'm up here. We just literally got two feet of snow at my place here in Ontario, but uh, you're not dealing with that right now, man. Where are you right now?
1: I'm down in, in Texas right now, about um, an hour away from Dallas. I'm in Kemp, Texas. I'm staying at Underground MX for little bit until springtime and training here and it's uh, it's a great program so far and it's obviously good weather in Texas and you know it's it's a good time.
0: Yeah, I know no, You just told me just before we started that it's twenty five degrees Celsius there. Uh not that we're jealous at all.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's it's nice. We've had a little bit of rain the past week and had to take a couple of days off of riding but the tracks and the dirt have been unreal this week and weather is really nice and it's just it's i couldn't ask for anything better than this
0: it's oh, amazing man so what's now underground mx tell everybody who uh whose place is that and who are you training with
1: um so underground mx is uh kyle regal actually owns it he is the main trainer here um but there is you know it's a it's a solid program and i think it suits me well it's nice working with kyle he's a really personable guy and more my style of trainer and uh it's a really good run program he's got a lot of the ebr guys train here um there's guys like Cole godfrey brock walker there's some fast guys here and it's it's uh it's a legit program
0: okay now when did you get down there
1: uh i've been down here for about three weeks now i crossed in through winnipeg to north dakota
0: okay okay i know that uh I know that road well, for sure, man. done that a few times. I remember I went through there one time and they asked me where I was going. And I said, well, I'm going to Ontario. And they said, well, why are you cutting through here? And I, I said, well, what do you mean? They go, you think we all sound like Fargo, don't you? And they said it in the exact yeah. Fargo accent. It was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I said, well, no, but that's uh, that's a bonus.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: Okay, so, um, all right, now, you this isn't the first time. You, you were at Club MX last year, were you not?
1: Yeah, yeah, Club MX. I spent uh, a few months there last winter. From I think from February till beginning of April, but it was the middle of April maybe. But it was yeah, it was there last year.
0: Nice, nice. Now you're um you made you made really like I paid a lot of attention to your racing this past summer, and I was I was pretty impressed with the improvements. Like, what do you say you pick up the most when you go to these camps and stuff like that? These training facilities. What uh, what are you working on? and What do you see as being such a benefit?
1: Definitely, the biggest thing is, uh, I think, just the, definitely how rough the tracks get. You don't really, you know, I've been to California lots, and their public tracks are good, but they just don't get that next level of roughness. But it's uh, another thing that I would say is definitely the the riders that you're riding with. Them. Every day is kind of like a more race simulated day, where it's, you know, you're out there doing gate drops with, with eight to nine different different top USA guys that are racing in the amateur and it's 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 awesome and it's definitely it's it's an eye opener to how hard you guys work and it's definitely it shows you what that I think it takes definitely coming down to a training facility to get to that next level. Um another thing that was a big difference for me was hopping on the two fifty this year. It was definitely it was a big change. It probably took me I'd say it took me about half of my trip last year to even really figure out the bike and figure out how to ride it good. And it's, I feel that was the biggest, biggest move for me was swapping the bikes.
0: Right. who, uh, speaking of going to like four stroke, who does, uh, who does your bike work?
1: Uh, I have Paul LaVoy out of, he lives in just outside of Calgary. Oh, yeah. He runs a business called LRX Performance. Yeah,
0: we know him well for sure. And what he sets you all up and like what happens if something goes wrong down there right now you just just go to a local shop
1: uh yeah right now I'm pretty much doing all my bike work but um obviously I can do a little bit on the four-stroke engine but not (laughs) used to two strokes so I'm not um quite as advanced on them yet but yeah just finding like local mechanics there's lots of shops around here and you know, Kyle's got lots of connections that he can get you with people that if you need something or he can he can help you out.
0: That's funny. I am speaking to Kyle Regal. Tell him I've got a uh he may have seen it when I posted it up on Instagram, but I've got a pretty funny photo, I think it's him actually, of uh him looking over his shoulder in his final amateur. You're messing around with uh uh Justin Barsha at uh at the Minnios in Florida. He was just messing with yeah. him there. It was it was pretty funny to watch.
1: Yeah, he's uh he's definitely a character and that's uh you know, he's a, he's a good guy to work with and he's funny and he's, uh, he's really personable.
0: Yeah. It's always good to see guys that, uh, you know, they move on from the sport, the racing side of it. And and uh, you know, can do something like that, like a training facility and stuff, but what, uh, if there's yeah. one thing, if he's watching you ride, is there one thing that he's been you know, pointing out that you need to work on?
1: Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I feel my biggest thing is just like keeping my elbows up in the corners, you know, helping my balance a little bit, but that's, something that i've been working on for a while and something that you know kyle's definitely helped me out with and it's it's a process but i'm uh i'm getting there
0: right okay now what's um so you're going to be there for another couple months you said i mean your plan yeah. is to what come back home and do the canadian series what uh when that gets announced
1: yeah i'll be uh i'll be competing in the mx tour again in canada um it's uh, i got to do a 14-day quarantine when i get back so my plans. Coming back, or uh, once I get back, we will do my quarantine, but I'll probably spend it in uh, Manitoba and do some, I know I trained with Justin McCabe out there, it's an old next pro, but he, uh, he helps me out a lot and there's lots of spots that he knows that he can bring me to and it's it's a, it's a good time.
0: Okay, so you're looking forward to chasing the uh, chasing the Canadian Nationals again?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Cool, man. out no- Let's, okay so let's back it uh let's let's back it up what's uh again i like doing this kind of these uh just a little bit of a history on you what's um how did you get into the sport in the first place is this a classic your dad trevor Unger, was he a racer
1: yeah i was uh my dad uh got me and my brother tyler into racing when we were quite young um maybe riding at the late age of three and we we're racing by both racing by four or five he's three years older than me but We were, uh, he was always one class ahead, but yeah, we were always at all the local Calgary races and we have our local Alberta series that we would race and, you know, me and my brother would do it with my dad.
0: Yeah, cool. Okay. Did your dad make it up to, what level did your dad race at?
1: Uh, my dad was racing the pro class, but he, uh, I know that he left moto at, I think the age of 18 and he went to, he did like moto, GP, road racing kind of stuff
0: okay cool and now he's mr uh rhino power canada too right
1: yeah yeah that's correct
0: cool we gotta throw a plug in there for him yeah <laughs> hey now okay so you're number 325 last year what uh i always like this question what's the significance like did, what did you pick for your first number and why did you pick it
1: um so 325 honestly that was uh i was number 32 uh, once I got on the super mini, and uh, I had to add that extra number, so I, I I don't remember who it was, but I just saw somebody on Instagram number three twenty five, so I just <laughs> I added a five to the end of it. But the uh, the national number that I got is number forty four this year, and that's uh, it's actually my original racing number. So, oh, is that right? Why,
0: why did you pick forty four again? I, I just if there's a story to it, I uh, obviously... it
1: was. Um. It was my. I'm pretty sure it was my dad's original number too. So I was as soon as I started riding, I was he just he had me as number forty four. His he had that number at some point while he was racing, and I started off with it.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, there's some. Sometimes there's some pretty interesting stories to why people pick their pick their numbers. I always like I always like asking that question. But uh, now, who did you come up through uh, around the Calgary area? What uh, with your age group? Who did you come up paddling?
1: Um, it's just uh. You know, a lot of, a lot of, honestly, there's a lot of good guys that have come out of Calgary and, uh, mainly, uh, a couple of guys like Josh Geddick, um, he did compete, he didn't compete last year, but he did the year before. Um, you know, Dylan Duick, um, lots of guys, Akeelan in. I never really raced him directly until I got to the pro class, but, um, Keelan Messon and Taryn Gerber and, you know, there's there's quite a few guys, right. honestly, that come to Calgary or at least are a decent speed there. And it's, you know, our local races are great there. Like we have our fall series and spring series at the Calgary track, and it's good racing. There's lots of guys on the line, and it's just really good time.
0: All right. Now, now, I, uh, this this past year, obviously, it was a bit of a strange year with the whole COVID thing, and it looks like we're going to be in a little bit of a, a strange one again this uh, this summer coming up, but. Uh, Last year, I remember for some reason, well, not for some reason, I know why, but it really stood out to me that uh, it was the mutter kind of the, wasn't too bad, the one motor, but you out there, and I know uh, Marshall Welton came up behind you, and you did not give him any, uh, you didn't give him any respect, you just raced him hard and tried to keep him behind you. Do you remember
1: that? Yeah, it was the uh, first thing I told my dad when I got back to the trailer, but his uh trained with Marshall at club and you know, he's a fast guy. He couldn't really, he was definitely a little bit ahead of me and he's a uh, faster guy than me, but, um, have always really liked racing in the mud. And, you know, I find that I'm a really good mud rider and I, I, I love those kind of days. I love when I wake up and it's tracks just destroying and it's three feet deep. And is <laughs> uh, he actually, I didn't know he was behind me originally when he passed me. And, uh, I kind of took a little bit of a slower line on the outside to kind of recoup a little bit. And he uh, went underneath me and I actually, I ended up passing him back through the, through the rollers on that track right before you come down the start straight. And, uh, I think we might've went back and forth about three or four times, but he, uh, his bike blew up and then my bike blew up. So. (laughs) That
0: was an expensive weekend.
1: Yeah, for sure. My, uh, Everything, absolutely everything in my engine was gone. and There wasn't anything salvageable, so I had to, uh, I had a another stock 250F that I was racing for the remainder of the rounds.
0: Okay, now, I first kind of started, I mean, obviously I've known you for a few years now, but to, I really started kind of paying attention this past summer because I, I kind of want to know why and how this came up, but you were always first guy to the track get over to the gate and you're always took off first in the uh practices and stuff. Now I know we talked a little bit about this before, but is that something your dad told you to do or is that something you guys talked
1: about? Um I don't know. Honestly <laughs> my dad has never really brought that on me. Oh, okay. It's just kind of uh you know, I've always kind of had the mentality that um you know I like to start up front with those guys. It kinda of sets it sets the mood for me and, you know, heading out there first for practice I'm definitely gonna I'll get passed by the guys, but, you know, I can see the lines that they're taking and I can, I'm just, I that's the style that I like to do. It's just, I like to get a little bit of insight and a little bit of confidence from it. And it just, uh, I think it just helps me in that way.
0: Well, I tell you, man, for people watching, like, and people, uh, you know, people that make some decisions up uh, on sponsorship, I think that really stands out as a positive thing, man. I, like, honestly, I notice it every time. And, you know, I always look at, you know, look at the whoever's standing beside me, like, there oh, he goes again, man. He just, he just wants it. And it's just, it just, it looks, it looks good, let me tell you that.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so, um, so your season, how did, uh, how did your season end? Were you happy with your uh, summer?
1: Yeah, I, yeah, for the most part, you know, Gopher, had, uh, I had, like, I went 16, 16, 15, so solid weekend, you know, like, the year before, I was, like, 30th place, so, so <laughs> definitely a big step in the right direction for me, and, uh, you know, Walton was good um my bike actually blew up on the last lap in six so that was uh-huh. really big bummer for me and uh you know it was a good good time at walton so all will in and uh you know sandaly was definitely a little bit tough for me um it was really really deep there and my the stock bike was a little bit um definitely a little bit underpowered for some of those deeper sections but it's just always you know just struggled a little bit at sandaly and it was just Instead of a regular year where I might have one, two bad motos, I, mean, I had uh, potentially six bad motos there. And it was, uh, definitely hard. I'm not the greatest rider there, but you know, it was definitely a good experience and I did get some points out of Sandalese. So and in the end, that's all. I'm happy I rode my hardest and it a good year.
0: Being from, uh, being from Calgary area, do you like, uh, the, the clay based tracks or do you like sand or what do you think?
1: uh personally i'm a sand rider i didn't like the sand like a little bit not really but um, spending a lot of time in manitoba and uh club mx has a great sand track and they have a sand track here and it's just honestly i just i prefer that kind of riding. you know i like i like hard pack and ruts but sand tracks is definitely uh i think they suit me
0: that's awesome so so you're obviously committed to this, man. This is the second year. Well, I mean, last year, Club of Max, this year, there at the uh, underground MX. How is, um, with all this effort and everything, how are the sp- sponsors coming up and everything? Are these things lining up well for you for this year?
1: Yeah. You know, I have, uh, I have really great sponsorship from, um, Mountain's Edge is a local dealership in Calgary that's supporting me. Um, you know, some of the oil sponsorships and, uh, Stuff like that, graphic sponsorships, but it's, uh, it's definitely going good and I think, um, I'll have a good year lined up. Um, I know that Sean at Kalani Sports Coolers has been helping me out, um, a significant amount. Um, he's friends with my dad and he's a huge help to my racing program. And, you know, I think, um, I think it's going to be another great year coming up.
0: Cool man. What are you? Uh, what are the travel plans? Are you on any kind of a team per se? Or are you uh, kind of guys on your own?
1: Yeah, we're uh, we're still, you know, me and my dad running on our own. And it's uh, again, we've got great sponsorship to help us out. But yeah, it's just uh, it's me and my dad this year again.
0: Okay. Well, you know what? Look, looking back until until the big factory guy factory team picks you up, man. Those are the years you're going to remember, man. When you get older talking to you with your dad yeah. about uh, the old times and stuff. But speaking, I never asked you this. You say you're down at uh, Underground there in Texas. Um, what's Where are you staying? What are you staying when you're
1: there? Um, they actually have these, uh, these uh, longer, probably about like 65-foot uh, um, houses built, and they have uh, about 10 of them in a line. And, you know, lots of people bring their campers and stuff here, and they do the RV hookups, but they have... Uh, they do have accommodations with like, I'm staying in place with a kitchen, bathroom, shower, beds. So it's, it's a whole package when you get the, when you come here.
0: Oh, that's cool. I Man, how many tracks do they have there? Different types and stuff?
1: Yeah, they have, um, super cross track. They have a little bit of a smaller scale amateur super cross track. Um, they have the practice track here, they in the corner a couple corner tracks. I know that Kyle's always changing up the uh that he definitely changes up the track almost on the daily. Um and then they also have the big underground MX track that they do They're like the Spring of day National on for the for the amateurs here.
0: Oh right, I guess that's coming up, huh?
1: Yeah, it's on uh beginning first weekend of March I believe.
0: Is that something will you do any preseason races like that?
1: I'm hoping to, yeah. Oh that's,
0: that's cool. Oh nice. Exploring. Good stuff. i will have to check that out for sure, man, for sure. Okay. Now do you have like uh yeah. cable T V and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, they got T V here, they got I got Wi Fi. It's uh it's oh, not too like it's not really that far out of the city, it's about about forty minutes from Dallas, but about like a lot of the suburbs still come out to here, so it's not it's not in the middle of nowhere and it's still far enough out where it's not gonna bother
0: anybody okay now what you now are you towards like Oak Hill and stuff like that out that way like west of Dallas yeah or?
1: yeah yeah I'm about um I'm about an hour from Oak Hill
0: okay i think that might have been the last place I saw Kyle Regal
1: yeah <laughs> yeah I know he's at all those places
0: yeah okay well uh hey that's that's awesome man it's great to hear that you're uh you know putting in the effort and you're uh you know putting in the work and it's gonna be hopefully it just pays off for you, man. It'll be fun to watch you again watch you, anybody listening to this, let's see you try to beat him to the starting line there and be first out. It was always Tyler Medallius thing too. He would always go out first. When him and Jeremy would race yeah. together, they'd battle each other into the first turn just out in practice.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, buddy, well um I really obviously want to talk about this whole uh congratulations like we said off the top here about the uh People's Choice Awards. This is the first time we put it out to a vote. It wasn't something that I picked. Uh this year is me and Greg Poisson that did the you know, did the awards. Yeah. This one was the only one that went out to the public, so we put it out there and it came down, you know, votes were trickling in, then Sam Gaynor got a few, then you got a few, and then it became a two man battle between between you and Sam. Was that pretty fun at your end?
1: Yeah, it was definitely uh you know, I put it up on my Instagram story and sure enough I had a bunch of people commenting and I Saw that Sam had a lot of comments, too. And, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, I think it was just uh, it's good for motocross. And it's cool to see how many people are out there supporting riders. And it's uh it was definitely a surprise to see, like, his side and my side, like, going kind of going back and forth. But it's, like, again, I think it's, like, great for motocross. And I think it's great that all these people support different racers. And, yeah, I th- thought it was good.
0: Yeah, and it's funny, I mean, that uh, as I had to tally them up, there were over like like 624 <laughs> comments and votes and things like that. So it was it was funny, as I was tallying, I'd be like, okay, oh, Sam took a lead, and then you'd catch up, and then like literally it teeter-tottered back and forth, and then you took it by, I, I want to say like by 14 or 16 votes.
1: Yeah, yeah, it wasn't much. <laughs> anyway, that was
0: fun to do, so we'll do it again next year. I'm not sure you can win two two years in a <laughs> row, or yeah. do you have to, I don't know if you have to hire a different campaign manager.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, yeah, I just wanted to sure touch base with you and let people kind of get to know you a little bit more. And uh, it's always fun to talk yeah. with guys, especially when you're down there training. Have you been um, – did you get to go to any – you didn't drive down to Houston, did you?
1: No, actually, I didn't. Uh, I kind of – I just – right when Houston was going on, I just got here, so I was kind of getting settled in a little bit. But I do have tickets to go to the Arlington ones, so I will be at those ones.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was there the first year they opened that uh, – that stadium most people were just looking up at the huge big screen up in the middle
1: (laughs) yeah yeah
0: yeah and having a nine dollar bottle of water yeah (laughs) oh that's cool man is a supercross something you would look in the
1: future uh you know i'd i'd like to do it but it's just uh you know really anywhere in canada it's kind of hard to get like access to just ride supercross tracks and stuff like that and i just I don't really. I just see kind of like outdoors is my thing. Maybe do the Triple Crown Supercrosses, but not definitely not um, not a No.
0: Right, right, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like you say, I mean, it's so tough, to, to be in Canada and to be able to to be able to get the time and money to be able to spend the time you need down at these tracks to to make a go yeah. of it, huh? All right. Well, uh, hey man. Um. Yeah, again, thank you very much for chatting. We won't uh, won't keep you much longer. I just wanted to congratulate you and let people get to know you and find out where the heck you are and what you're doing. Um, do you uh, do you want to do you want to thank some sponsors, man? I want to uh, get some I know you kind of did, I guess, but uh, do you have a sponsor around you want to thank?
1: Uh yeah, definitely. Um, first off, I'd like to thank uh my dad for supporting me all these years and helping me be down here. And uh as well as Company Rhino Power has definitely helped me out a lot. Um, Kailani Sports Coolers, uh, that's Sean there. He's, a, he's definitely a good guy. Uh, Don at Pro Action Suspension in Calgary. I know that he's, uh, definitely helped me out a ton. Um, FXR, um, Mountain's Edge and Sundry just outside of Calgary. You know, they're really good people there. Uh, DT1 Filters, Flow Motorsports um and that's uh that's about it
0: all right man well hey uh good luck with your training um do you get out and run or are you on a bicycle what do you do mostly for uh cardio
1: um just at home i was doing uh more of a just running pretty much and some weight lifting um down here they have us doing uh you know we do right after riding we do we'll do cardio in the morning and uh mainly just like rower or bicycle. You could run on the treadmill if you wanted to. And then after we're done riding, we do more of a, like a hit style training where it's a little bit more high intensity. And we do that for about an hour and uh it's definitely a good workout. And that was definitely uh my first week. I was pretty dead.
0: <laughs> All right, man. Well, that's awesome. Uh Enjoy it while you can. Cause we're, uh, we're hurting for the availability to get out and, and do stuff here yeah. in this uh, sub zero temperature, man. But t- so hey, uh thank you very much for taking the time to talk with us. Congratulations on winning the People's Choice Award for twenty twenty. Good luck, man, and I guess we'll see you when the season starts up here in Canada.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on here and talking to me. And you know, I think it's a good opportunity and with the award too. I definitely appreciate that too, and all the people that supported me and helped me get that. And uh Yeah.
0: All right, man. Well, uh yeah, thanks a lot. Good luck and uh see you sometime in the summer, man. Talk to you soon.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, bye-bye.